Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Back in the saddle again, voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. And it's time now for the food show. Every afternoon we come in and we talk about eating your way around New Orleans or wetting your way through it or uh, enjoying it every scrub of the way, we'd love to talk with you about that. We'd love to hear from you uh, all the time, anything you've got. Or even things, if you, even if you don't got something, uh, call me anyway and tell me what's been on your mind. Or don't tell me anything, and I'll ask you something. So uh, we'd love to hear from you about that. I am back after uh, about two weeks uh, on vacation. Uh, it was a pretty interesting uh, bunch of things that I'll tell you as we get through it, but uh, a part of it, well, I'm not even going to start in without uh, being ready. Our telephone number is 260-6368. Not that I haven't done that a million times in the past. And we'd love to hear from you about wherever it is you have been eating. We have been eating, we being my wife and me. We, uh, or my wife and I, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Um, anyway, we were in uh, in uh, the capital of Great Britain, London, and spent several days uh, several days there, uh, and that's endless. If not for any reason other than the fact that I have never in my life been in a place that had worse traffic than they do there, it is uh, just insane. Uh, but there's so many other things there. Where there were so many uh, things you could do, and if especially if you have a taste for music. There was a lot of that going on, an immense amount of shopping. Uh, my wife got right on that and made sure that it was taken care of. And uh, just many, many more. It just it went on and exercised us pretty well. And we were there for several days, uh, more than I'd been. She has been more than that, but, uh, you know, can't do everything. And then uh, we got on this uh, train that took us. Uh, all the way over to, uh, here I go again, uh, uh, Venice, thank you. Venice, uh, which whenever I, I see the name, I think uh, we're going down to the, uh, the bird's eye of, let's see, that's the bird's foot, excuse me, of uh, the Mississippi River. And the two areas have very little in common except that they're awash in water. There, that's, that's for sure. But we went over there and uh, spent uh, several days there. That was pretty interesting, more than a little bit, really. There's so much historical stuff around there that, and so well kept uh, that it's just astonishing. If you ever have uh, a, the chance to go there, uh, do so. And you'll like the food because it is not what you'd expect. You know, it's... We look at a map and see that, and we think, well, this must be, uh, you know, a farming or, or seafood or something like that, uh, when, in fact, it's mostly Italian because, well, the, the 
original place itself is uh, very, very uh, Italian. But it was uh, we had a good time over there. And uh, also a few exasperating times just because of the, the really, really tough uh, job of working your way through the traffic. It was like nothing I've ever seen. Uh, our number is 260-6368. Now, I, this is... Uh, not my, not your problem. Okay, what I'm about to tell you is not my, not your problem. It is my problem. Uh, a couple of days ago, I caught a really, really awful uh, fix of uh, cold, and so um, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little gloggy, uh, a little liquidy, maybe, uh, and. Uh, and I am uh, not sounding uh, as I am uh, usually, and uh, I also uh, find it a little hard to talk for a long time. So uh, I, this is one of those special times where if you want to help me out, even if you don't want to help me out, uh, today would be the perfect day to call because I need people to call me because I'm not going to be able to talk for two hours without stopping. So we could sure use your visit. Uh, so call us, 260-6368. And in the meantime, you know what else goes on around here? When I leave, as I just did for two weeks, we have to figure out what are we going to put on the air and, you know, with, with that, uh, who's, what's his name anyway, Fitzgerald? Uh, anyway, uh, the answer to that is that we have over the years developed a cadre of uh, very good guest, guest hosts. And from everything I heard, which is nothing directly from them, but I trust this, uh, it went pretty well. What do you think, Doug? Would, uh, did we do okay with the with the uh, su- substitute hosts? Anything to report? Any any rising young stars or anything coming up? Everybody did uh, rather well, actually. Yeah? yeah, our guest hosts. I like to call them ghosts. You want to give the what? <laughs> guest hosts, sort oh. of a shortened version. Oh, okay. And, but, uh, uh, you know, everyone everyone did their job amazingly well this yeah. time. Everybody's settled in and knows exactly what to do without very much prompting at all. And uh, that's a wonderful thing for me because it gives me a sort of a vacation, too. Oh, well, I'm, gl- I'm glad you were lucky enough to get that. Well, uh, so let's see. Who did we have on? Uh, the, the, I think the last of the bunch was Ronald the Gourmet uh, Waiter. Uh, how did he do? Are you even there? I wasn't here for that. Oh, you weren't but, here uh, for but that. But I can okay. tell you that Daniel did very well. He was on from Wednesday yeah. and Thursday, and then we had Allie Lofton, who uh, I heard did uh, amazingly well. <laughs> yeah, well, she's uh, she's bubbly. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's just a, a real fun seeker. It looks like, and uh, and she uh, every time I've shared a table with her and her family, it's uh, just like this party going on. I mean, that's a really neat person. So she's got the feel for it. Yeah, and then uh, the Monday, the 18th, we had, of course, Chef Duke. Yep, yep, he's and a stalwart. He's, he, 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 you know, he knows what to do. He comes in and he does Chef Duke very, very well. Yeah, well, good. I'm glad to hear that. Justin Kennedy came in with a whole yeah. group of uh, some of the stars of our uh, chefdom here. Yeah, and uh, no they, kidding. They were all, of course, part of his uh, Hogs for the Cause team. Oh, that's right. That's cu- that's not long from now. That is coming up, I yeah. think, next weekend or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. He was on for two days. The second day, he uh, he brought in uh, Al Copeland Jr. 
And oh, really? And we talked hmm. uh, fried chicken and uh, all the other things that the Copelands are into these days. That's, that's great. Boy, they're better than I am. Well, of course, that, we both know that doesn't take much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, we had, we had uh, Scott Craig in on Thursday, of course. He's always yeah. informative yep. and uh, knows exactly what he is all about. Ron Rigamer, who is, uh, who is very well on that side of the mic. Good. I'm glad to hear it because he uh, really was pretty eager about getting to do it. He's a very regular listener. Yes, he is. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a winner. I guess we'll be able to do it again. So that's the rundown for you, and uh, so the team is ready to roll anytime you're gone. Yeah, it sure seems that way. Uh, but uh, we uh, just keep on rolling. You know, it's a, it's a tough thing to do. Most of the time, they just pull it off of the bench, but we don't have a bench, so uh, that's that's that. Now the big question here. There's a big question there and a little a question. Does that mean? Yeah? Did you find any venison in Venice? You know, uh, I actually was trying to get some answer on that, knowing t- that I either will get uh, a, a funny look or a, a look of dis- nor- a disdain. And I don't think we came up with anything uh, about that. So <laughs> nobody knows. No. No. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh boy. Not yet, anyway. We keep working on it. I hear that. Yeah. So the train <clears throat> ride, and uh, I, I was looking at your website here. Mm-hmm. That uh, dining car looks uh, rather elegant. It was very elegant with a uh, with a, 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 a grand piano. They, they had a guy who uh, came in every night, and he played mostly jazz music, and he did it very, very well. He sat right in the middle of that car, which was basically the... Uh, was the it was the bar for the for the entire uh, sh- the entire train, uh, but uh, it was where everybody gathered after they had finished having dinner. That oh, place yes. was totally packed after after about nine o'clock at night. It would stay filled until two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. Ah, now that uh, that, Very that whole operation is a white tablecloth operation. Mm. I take it as a who what a white tablecloth. Operation. Oh yeah, you can bet that. In fact, they, for the guys, it, we were supposed to wear tuxedos. Very few of them did, but we did wear jacket and tie. They said that's that's the cutoff minimum, you, right there. Huh? You have to have uh, you have to have jacket and tie. So well, you know, I, I noticed here that that is a white tablecloth operation, whereas yeah. American trains are a white formica yeah. operation. <laughs> Aha! So you're using you were just using that to use the line. Right? I did. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. I, I, had, I, I can see those it, coming. You know, yeah. Hey, hey, I, you got to give. <laughs> Give me some time to use my yeah, material. Yeah. Come on. Well, but so uh, anyway, that was uh, that was a great time. But there was uh, there was one thing about it that was uh, was kind of unusual. We were uh, all sitting there talking about it, just everything under the sun. It was really quite a quite a crowd of people, and uh, everybody seemed to have uh, opinions and wanted to talk about Brexit. Because a lot of these people live in the the in the questionable area, Great Britain over there, huh? Yeah. Now you spend some time in London. What is the particular food? London is a mishmash of everything under the sun. As, yeah. As far as my uh, understanding of the whole thing goes, that's pretty true. Pretty much true. Although they they have a history of being gourmets. I mean, you go you go back to the very beginnings of uh, British history, and you see that, and even to recent times, like 
Winston Churchill, a great example of that. He was a gourmet. He was a he loved great wine. He loved great food. He loved great beer. You know, he's just one of those guys. He he wasn't there that night, though. Uh, I, I wish. But uh, where do you go? Oh, you know, okay, it, there you it, go. it's it's a good thing too because you would have had to put up with the cigar smoke. That's true. Yeah, they didn't they didn't allow that in, on this boat. So really? this was, and it wasn't a boat anyway. It was a train, and it was funny. You know, there are certain things about that, especially after dark. Where you see things flash by out in the in the Netherlands, and you can't quite put your finger on what it is. It's, it's something that uh, I kept looking at all the time. And uh, also, uh, like just every other train, um, um, what would we call those? Uh, 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 Passenger train? Passenger? No, no. I'm t- uh, the, 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 the place where the uh, passengers hang out when they're not sitting in the the lounge. Uh, the, in the, yeah, I know. But the, after that, when you go to bed, oh, cause you, cause the, you, the you, sleeper. The sleeper. Yeah, you go, you go over to the sleeper. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you know, there's there's one uh, peculiar thing that you have to solve. You know, uh, having ridden on trains a lot over my uh, many many years, and that is who is going to sleep in the top bunk and who's going to sleep down in the bottom bunk. And uh, de- depending on how tight you are with the other person you're with, I guess that makes up for it. So, you know, as to who is on top. So did you flip you know, for it? What? Huh? Did what? You, did you flip for it? Did, uh, you know, uh, no, I just uh, did what my wife told me to do, which is what I do all the time. So you were up there in the top. Uh, no, she wanted that where she wanted to go. She wanted to go up there, and since she wanted to go up there, I stayed downstairs. I mean, that's how. Okay, you know, well, it was. Yeah, but anyway, there was one moment that I, when I had some questions about whether this was viable in any kind of uh, fine dining kind of way, I, I was thinking before all of this started, uh, and just reading the material about it, and the bar, and the and the bartenders, and the and the piano and all of that. And uh, when I got there, I, uh, I went up to the, the bartender, <coughs> excuse me, the bartender, and I asked him, uh, he said, would you like a cocktail? And I said, sure. And I'm thinking, uh, yeah, he's, he wants to do martinis and that's about it. So I, I hit him with kind of a hard one. I, I said, I would like a Negroni that happens to be my favorite cocktail to begin with, a Negroni, and the the bartender just stopped what he was doing, and he looked at me in the eye, and he said, sure. And then he, two seconds later, had one done and handed it over to me. I said, these guys aren't kidding around. They get it done. So I was very impressed by that. Well, this is the Orient Express. The Orient Express. This is Express. the creme de la creme. The, that, it is, train rides, it is right? all of that. Yeah, uh, yeah, all of that. So you should expect this. I, yeah, but, you know, I find that things that you expect, if you expect a little too much, it's really disappointing. I, I didn't want that to happen. Anyway, it was, uh, it was really a gas. But there's one little problem. As a matter of fact, it's a big problem. The fare for this is right around $3,000 per person. You heard me right. That takes your breath away, I'll bet you. But there was a full house. They had the whole place full. We'll come back with more of the food show in a moment after. First, please, this.
Hello there. Welcome back. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris. It's nice to be here with you talking about food and restaurants and cooking and wine and all of that. The entire city awash in deliciousness. And there aren't other places like that. Not really. Not to the extent that we are. I had enough Italian food uh, over the last couple of weeks to know that maybe what I've always said, that I think that Italian food might be the best food in the world, just generally speaking, I'm not sure anymore. I think we might be uh, better than they are here in New Orleans. What do you think? 2606368 is our number. Uh, and uh, we would sure love to have you uh, be part of our program today uh, for two reasons. First of all, uh, I'm loaded up with uh, all kinds of information about this uh, this uh, train that you can take across most of Europe. And uh, it's uh, really amazing in a lot of ways. And in some other ways, it's you scratch your head and you wonder, what in the world? Who is behind? You know, I, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that would certainly grab anybody. And that was the day that we spent sort of skirting the edges of the Alps. We were in... Uh, uh, way up there in the mountains and uh, lots of snow still standing everywhere and just looking up at it. Wow, wow, wow. It's a terrific evening or a day, really. Two six zero six three six eight. Oh, Gregory is here. Gregory, welcome. Hey, Tom. Welcome back home. Thank you. Good I to mean, I, I can... Boy, you sound liquidy today. Liquidy? <clears throat> <laughs> that, those I'm, are your I'm, words. Uh, did I say that? I, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, well, I, I, I got this really awful cold yesterday. And by the way, in case you wondered, I, I know from past experience that X number of people will call but not have anything to say because uh, they, uh, they don't want to get the cold, too. You cannot well, catch a cold by talking to somebody who is doing a radio show and has the cold to begin with. So... Uh, well. You so need not worry about it. Gen Xers that think <clears throat> that um, yeah. are really old people. So you were on the uh, you were on the uh, Simplon Compagnie Orient Express. That's you close walked. enough. Yeah. So <laughs> you went through the channel. We we went the through the channel. We went through the channel, but not in the way that uh, was advertised exactly. It was. Um, oh really? Yeah, it was. It was very strange. Uh, you one of the problems they had is one of the motors on uh, one of the one of the units uh, went out, and we had to move everybody out and into some other uh, kind of moving people around kind of stuff. Sure. Well, and. And that was, it wasn't too horrible or anything, but it, we lost a, a pretty good chunk of the, of the trip that way. Uh, but, yeah. Well, but, you can't, but, uh, can't but once you arrived in France, everything was cool, and it was a straight shot pretty much. And I know you had to go through the French Alps to get into Italy to get to Venice. Uh, yeah, well, the, the problem was that we couldn't go into Italy, uh, into uh, France either, because, uh, yeah, because there, there was some oh, other, yeah, there, there was some problem uh, where uh, they, uh, I think it involved some uh, maybe group violence. Is Yeah, uh, it was, it, there was a strike going on. Uh, that's it. That's, that's exactly what it is. And, Railroad workers, yeah. Well, they didn't, they, uh, we just went on basically a very, very ambitious bus. Okay. And, but you were able to reconnect in Italy onto the Orient in, Express? In Italy, yeah. We, uh, we were in Italy from almost the minute you could get in there. 
in well, fact, we had just come off the mountains, uh, as I recall. Now, I had never been on that um, train, and I always wanted it's a dream of mine to, you know, to, to get enough, you know, scratch just to ride it once in my life. But I, I have been on European trains, and for uh, the most part, they are quite nice. They're really nice. They're, yeah. Um, and fast, I, too. Boy, they move extremely out. Extremely fast, especially the French ones. <clears throat> when they're working, <laughs> get it? But I know the order <laughs> the time train, and it goes, um, it goes, it, it goes quite slowly. But, um, Getting yeah. back to your banter with Doug earlier, all the hosts were terrific. Um, especially, you know, I always love when Justin Kennedy comes on because you never know who he's going to bring on there. Yeah, that's true. Cormay Waiter, Ron's one of my favorites, and I know him as well. But, yeah. you know, you say you have a bench. I guess you don't have a bench. And you got all these guys that have been listening to you for 30 years, and I haven't been asked to do one show yet. Oh, well, we, we, uh, the way we do it is we were waiting <laughs> for know. you to ask us. Ah, I see. Now, now I know who's up to. What's up to the bar? And she's probably resting, probably sleeping off her vacation, right? Uh, <laughs> beats me. I, she yeah, keeps, I know. She, I know. she stays pretty busy. You never know that. what she's doing until she tells you. No, that's true, yeah. yeah. Well, in any event, everybody was a hoot. Um, I didn't get to catch all the shows because it worked, but um, certainly uh, all of them did a terrific job, just like Doug said. So anyway, I'm glad you're back. Well, good. I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to listen to more, so I'll, I'll see you soon, Tom. All right, well, thanks for calling. See you. It's the Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmaurice, and uh, we talk about the food of our town, the, the restaurants, the recipes, and all of that, and uh, we cover the entire line of all of that. So if there's something on your mind you want to know more about or uh, maybe something you've observed uh, that uh, you were impressed by or wish were a lot better than it was, uh, uh, whatever it is, please share it with us because that's the whole function of this uh, radio show. And we've been doing it this way for 30 years. We're the only program of its kind anywhere. And now I'm going to stop bragging and just tell you that the main thing that would happen if you were to call our program right now, even if you don't have anything to talk about on your mind, you would uh, influence a lot of people out there who are listening to us who also are looking for better food and better uh, restaurants and all of that. So uh, share your thoughts about it, if you wouldn't mind. We'd love to hear from you. We just have no idea. We don't. Our show, uh, all the statistics on it show that we have a, a pretty good number of people who listen to our program uh, every day. Uh, and uh, that's working out great, but uh, we don't have uh, nearly as many people who call in the show. Now, I've seen statistics before that say that for every one person who calls into a radio talk show host, uh, will uh, uh, for every one that does that, there are a hundred people who are listening but who don't call. And it makes for a much less good show, and that's, that's what I'm asking you for, is uh, just this much better program that comes only from you calling with the most, uh, it can be the most trivial thing uh, imaginable, but this is what uh, a lot of people have something to say there, uh, put their minds out there, and we certainly would love to hear about that. So call us, would you, 260-6368, 260-6368. Did you, did, is this a live one over here that, I, that I'm seeing? Sydney, Sydney, welcome to the food show. Sydney, do I, are you Hello. there? No. Hello. Hello, Hello there. Come on in. I found a, found 
some products that I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have seen by now. It's it's a uh, it's called supremely hot sauce and it features three Wait, of the female. I'm sorry, you're you're breaking up uh, pretty badly. Say it again. It's called there's some there's a products of so called supremely hot sauce. Supremely hot sauce. Okay, yeah, there there are lots and lots of. Uh, makers of hot sauce that uh, they're practically, as a matter of fact, they're not practically, they are in a race to see who can have the hottest possible in the entire world. But the cleverness about this, this says from the creators of the Golden Girls hot sauce, uh-huh. it has created, it features RV, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Sotomayor, and Kagan hot sauce. And it has yeah. their pictures on the bottle. That sounds funny. It's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what, a, what a thing to get to know. It's got some hot, it's got habanero and some other things like that in it. Oh. Well, uh, you know, I like hot sauce, and I I'm always have it in my pocket. In fact, on this trip out of town, I, you know, those little tiny bottles of Tabasco? Right, right. I always stick right. a few of those in my pocket because uh, I know I'm not going to find it in the places where I've gone. So I use that to add a little, you know, bazoom to it. But it sometimes it, it, doesn't work because you can't possibly put any more than you've already put in. Well, if you try to have English food, in my opinion, that, that would yeah. not fail. Most of the places I've been to in London uh-huh. that, had, that had English food, it was horrible, I thought. Well, we only went to one, and the, and the reason for this is that uh, in England, especially in the, in the major cities, uh, mm-hmm. Indian food is very, very much liked and very, very popular. And my wife knew that. Much and better, so, uh, oh, like yeah, well, that better. wouldn't take much. We don't have too many uh, good I- Indian restaurants in this, uh, in this country, in, in this city, for that matter. We have a few, but not much. So anyway, my wife uh, uh, was just digging into that, and we picked out a place that looked pretty good, and it was a... Uh, a place where the, the staff was really a very helpful, had a, a, a huge selection of, of possible things, and we had a great time there. But you'll find them yeah. all over, uh, all over uh, England. And to me, I wouldn't recommend it, this this uh, this thing, fish and chips, when you compare yeah. it to our opera. Ah, yeah, it's terrible. Fish, you know, no yeah. no comparison. That's what I'm saying. It or there's you you go you go on one of these package tours like I did years ago, and one of the things we had was raw mackerel was one of the courses. I mean, you know, yeah. But it was a, but I guess you got to know where to go, like everything else. Yeah, well, I didn't, uh, but my wife did. She did a lot of research on this and came up with a lot of interesting places for us to eat. Uh, Chinatown. Oh. I didn't even know that uh, in England there was a Chinatown, but there is oh, one. I didn't know and, that either. And there were dozens and dozens of of, of restaurants uh, restaurants there, and we uh, we enjoyed those pretty well. There were quite Our a family few. There was a Chinatown in in Orleans. Oh yeah, I can tell you even where it was. You know where the uh, the library is on uh, Tulane Avenue in Loyola. Sure. That's where sure. that general vicinity is where uh, the Chinatown of New Orleans was. There also was another one. Oh. On Bourbon Street, uh, more or less where Galatoire's is, and for maybe two or three blocks heading downtown. Uh, was and I remember the, the first the, the first Chinese restaurant I actually went to in the quarter was yeah. uh, Jin's Mihong or something. I think it was on Jin's. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. It was on Kantai, right off of Bourbon Street, 
and uh, they are most famous for uh, having a bartender from next door. It was just a, uh, there, okay. was a there was a bar next door, and uh, um, Mr. Um, what was his name again? Uh, you just told Jin me. something. Jins, yeah, Mr. Jin is what everybody called him. Uh, uh, he, I just always heard it called uh, Jins Me Home. That, I don't know that's, that's, that's it. Correct. That's that's the place. You got it. Uh, anyway, uh, J- Mr. Jin uh, didn't want to pay for a uh, for a permit to sell cocktails, but he wanted to serve cocktails. He rented a bar. So he, he got a the guy people. the guy next door. Uh, just came in every now and then and went moved around in the dining room and sold cocktails. <laughs> it was really strange. And I'm really showing my age. I, <laughs> I, my dad and I and my brother would go on Tulane Avenue to the original Lee's Hamburgers when Mr. Lee was oh, alive. Yeah, that now you're that's a ways away. Uh, well, in the mid uh, early fifties, yeah, yeah, I didn't like those, but uh, we would he would pound the onions into the meat on the yeah. grill. Literally. Yeah, that was their whole trick right there. Exactly right. And people told me after he passed away that the, one of the things was they got the meat from somewhere in Slidell. Ah, I believe that because they were in Slidell. They still are, as far as I know. But mm-hmm. uh, Lee's, uh, after they shut down in New Orleans, they they moved uh, out to Slidell, and they were there for a long time. And, again, I tell you, I, they may still be there. I thought yeah. there's still one in Metairie somewhere, but I'm not uh, sure. I'm not sure how authentic that was either, and, you know. I'm not sure either. It's not uh, it's not a bad hamburger as hamburgers go, but uh, the old place, the old Lee's, where they would just slam that thing. You already have well, the right. uh onto a really, right. really hot grill that was loaded with onions, and uh, they were uh, delicious. They used a spatula, put it on by the pound. It seemed like yeah. Well, whatever works for you. That was the those were the days, the days of Tony's on Bourbon Street and. Oh, there's one that I miss a lot. Tony's Spaghetti House. Yeah, that was there. that was a, a terrific. And Mike Anderson's was, I believe, was right next right. to uh, Galatoire. Right next next to Galatoire's, what thirty three is, I believe. That's exactly right too. Boy, you know your stuff. Yeah. Broiled seafood platter they had, and it was yeah, good. It was good. Yeah, it, that's uh, you know got a lot of good eating to be done around here. Who would think? Definitely, we yeah. do. All right. Well, yeah. well thanks for memory. calling in. I appreciate it. Thank you. This is The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and we will come back with more of it in a moment. But first, please, this. <clears throat> hello, hello. Welcome back. It's The Food Show. This is Tom Fitzmorris, and it's nice to be here talking about food and restaurants and cooking and all of that. How about a call from you today? It would add a whole lot to our program. We'd really love to hear from you about uh, what's cooking over at your house or any other place that uh, hosts your home uh, chimneys. What, what chimneys? Uh, it's, we're into uh, springtime now. I don't know how much that changes anything, but the, I was uh, getting ready some, for some uh, items in the food almanac and noticed that we're on the brink of having a lot of festivals coming, but uh, this is a good news kind of item, so we just wait it out, and away it goes. 260-6368 is our telephone number. Uh, give us a call. Let us know uh, where you've been cooking lately. As I mentioned earlier, if I sound a little funny, it's because uh, a couple of days ago I just got this terrible uh, 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 
uh, cold. And uh, it just uh, kind of swept over me, and it, I sound a little funny. But it, it'll go away, and you can't catch it. I mean, if you, could, if you dialed into uh, our radio station, 260-6368, there is no chance that you will catch this disease. <laughs> so anyway, uh, in the meantime, it makes me feel funny and it sound funny. And uh, uh, I ask for your indulgence on that. 260-6368 is our telephone number. 260-6368. Where have you been eating lately? What's, uh, what's been good? Uh, we, uh, when we were in London, uh, we also at the same time, this was, I, I think it was part of the deal we made with the, uh, with the, uh, 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 the, the outfit that was do, taking a train and bringing us all over the place. Anyway, uh, uh, we, uh, we uh, just uh, were in this hotel that has been around for 100 years. Uh, and it was in a funny part of town, uh, not a bad part of town, but just one that didn't, uh, wasn't in with all the other uh, high-end hotels. Uh, and my wife, of course, is the one who found it. Uh, my wife loves the beautiful hotels. It's one of her collector items, hotels. Well, anyway, uh, <clears throat> uh, she uh, uh, found this one hotel that uh, she, she really took a liking to called Goring, G-O-R-I-N-G. And we, uh, we were there for uh, a, a few days. And, and part of that, they had just redone their, their dinner uh, menu and uh, in fact they even moved the whole space where they were serving and uh, we ate in there and I was really pr- uh, very surprised very pleasantly surprised by that it was on the traditional side but it wasn't uh, you know stuffy uh, like you might expect to get from uh, those guys 2606368 2606368 call right now you'll get right in and we'd love to hear from you. Let's see, what do we do now? Is there anything to be done? Call us, would you? 260, so give, give me something to do. 260-6368. If you don't have anything to say, call me anyway, because uh, there are things that on your mind that you haven't thought about lately, but I'd like to ask you about. So give us a buzz. 260-6368. 260-6368. Call right now. You'll get right in. And, you know, it's easy enough to do. do 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 Oh, you know, I, today I just got, uh, <clears throat> well, this is a, a whole month away. But the guys over at the Maple Street Cafe have sent me their menu for Easter. Easter is on the 21st of uh, April. And uh, they uh, are keeping up their tradition, says here, uh, Starting off with spinach and artichoke soup or a spring mix salad with a whole bunch of other things in there. Then it moves on to uh, grilled lamb chops with a mint demi-gloss. Uh, 12-ounce pork chop with oyster and artichoke dressing. Almond-crusted redfish, pan-sautéed and topped with a bourbon sauce. Uh, chicken serene, chicken breast grilled on top uh, with some uh, mushrooms and sun-dried tomatoes. And uh, all of the uh, all of this stuff and uh, comes in a three course dinner for fourteen uh, twenty nine ninety five for adults and uh, fourteen ninety five for kids under twelve. But they have always done that. This is a restaurant where 
they, they have never been in a position where they need a steady uh, stream of customers because they, they, it kind of works out that way. When everybody else starts getting overrun, uh, overrun by uh, customers, sometimes the people at the Maple Street have a few openings and you can get in and, and take advantage of it. So uh, anyway, I just checked on that, and indeed that is what they are doing. Once again, in the price you can't beat, twenty nine ninety five for three courses. Anyway, that's the Maple Street. Two six oh six three six eight. Uh Hank is over here on the green phone. Hank, welcome. Hey, how are you doing today? I'm, I know you've got a cold. Oh yeah. You won't catch it though. Don't worry about it. Okay. I, I could tell it when I first heard you know, turned on the radio. But uh, anyway, I'm calling you from Memphis, so I'm yeah. on the cream deal. And um, about a year ago, it seems like to me, I remember that Brennan's, one of the Brennan uh, family was going to open a restaurant, I believe it was over on Decatur Street. Yeah, Yeah, it didn't work out. It didn't? It did not work out, no. And I was hoping for uh, one thing, uh, that arm of the Brennan family, I I thought it would have been good if they had persisted. Mm -hmm. But it was really, they were... They were short of money by a long way, I mean, we, uh, and it was, you know, they worked hard at it. And they also had a chef who I thought was one of the best chefs around uh, doing traditional food. But uh, then uh, one of them passed away, uh, which and, and it just things were not going their way. Let's just say that, be the most charitable we can. Uh, but yeah. they, it, it just uh, never really got off the ground, which was too bad. Okay, well, yeah. that, that answers my question. Yeah. Uh, was your uh, I saw on on your uh, that you took the trip, you know, on the Orient Express. Yeah. How yeah. long ago was that? Just recently, I assume. Wasn't La- it? Last week, yeah. Last week, yeah. And how long were you? How long are you on the train? Actually, what are you? You you board uh, around uh, one o'clock. No, more like about. Let's see here, about. Uh, Three and you know, uh, uh, you start off a, at in mid morning, and then uh, almost as soon as you're on, they pull away at around one o'clock, one o'clock noonish, something like that, mm. and uh, that's when it turns up that they were having a problem with one of their motors, so they pulled it back into the station, and we wound up being uh, uh, taken to the next stop on a uh, a. a uh, what 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 are, there's a there's a word for this that they like to use uh, 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 a what <laughs> no uh, no no it's it, it's like a a a, a a a major bus just a very nice looking bus and that took us to the next stop and then the stop after that and we went through the channel. And then, uh, and somewhere through the middle of that, we did brunch, which takes about three or four hours for them because they make a big, big fuss over it. And uh, we were there for, for quite a while, <laughs> you know, we were just digging in on that. And then uh, those who were smart uh, took a nap. Yeah. And uh, just, just, just kind of went on uh, trying to settle everything in. So, in other words, to make a, a, a short, a very long story, much shorter... We had one overnight, one overnight, and the better parts of two other days. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then, then it ends up in where? Uh, in, Venice? Uh, in, in what? 
where does it end? Where's the uh, turn? You know, where does the ride end? Oh, uh huh. It's uh, you, you the ex um, uh, Venice. Venice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So then you, uh, I imagine you spent some time in in London before, and then yeah, that's right. I'm in Venice or someplace yeah. in Italy afterwards. Then. Yeah, uh, we we went out to Venice. We got on a boat and went into that, and that was. Uh, but that was after uh, the participation from the from the from the uh, train ended, as far as I could tell. Anyhow. Yeah. All right, so you you just uh, the reason I'm asking you a lot of these questions. I've, I'm kind of like your wife. I, I'm, that's something I've always wanted to do, yeah. and uh, I, I think it would be interesting to do. I don't know if I can convince my better half about that, but anyway, I've always I've ridden trains for quite a while yeah. in my life, and um, I had a sister that lived in in Jackson, Mississippi, and, and I would ride the train down from Memphis. The, oh, that's uh, handy. The city of New Orleans, of course. <clears throat> On the and, Illinois and Central. I, huh? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then I went, my dad was originally from New York, and he had all family. And he and I took a couple of train rides back in, in the uh, 50s to uh, New York and go through Washington, make a long story short again. Um, <laughs> I have spent a lot of my time. I have spent a lot of time riding trains, so uh, I'm going to try to convince her. I'd, I'd really like to do that. So well, I guess I'll go online and check and see. Uh, just Google Orient Express, and they'll probably put me through to somewhere where I can look at the yeah. schedule and everything. That's about right. Yeah, it's uh, uh, they run most uh, every day, but not every day. So uh, you you have to plan this well in advance, and also I better get you ready for this. It is really expensive. Yeah. Uh, okay. But uh, you know, it depends on who you're trying to please. My wife thought it was just a really great romantic idea, and it's something she always wanted to do anyway. Yeah. She'd read the book and the, seen the movie and all of that, and so she wanted to get on and 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 actually experience it, and it was. Uh, the only problem is that nobody got shot in uh, during our travels. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's not like in the movie. Let's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. And you got a chance to sing a couple of songs. So I did. I I hardly had to ask. Uh, I I said, uh, Hey, can I uh, can I? This guy was really good too. The, who was playing the piano in there? I said, Hey, uh, you know, uh, I I'd like to do a song with you if it's possible. And he. I said, sure, stay as long as you want. And I did. <laughs> so, yeah, but, I, because there was no place for anybody to go. If you didn't like the way I was singing, where were you going to go? Jump over the edge? Okay. Move, next, me, move, uh, move, mean, isn't it? Okay. Next question. What Ask, did you sing? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, look at me. I'm as helpless as a kitten up a tree. Okay. I feel like I'm clinging to a cloud I can't understand. I get misty. So misty. Misty was the name. Yes, okay. Good. Misty. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, enjoy talking with you, and I hope you get the feeling better. Me? Oh, I, I don't feel bad. It's just that when a guy like me uh, loses your voice for a while, everybody looks at you and thinks that you've just announced that you have cancer or something like that. You know? Right. So, yeah. Uh, well... Thank goodness that's not true. But well, uh, good. Yeah. 
All right. Well, the, thank you very much. Hey, nice hearing from you. Well, See you. Bye. You. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's the, love to hear from you about eating, drinking, restaurants, and cooking. Anybody, uh, anybody out there take other trains for long distances? New Orleans, uh, this is becoming less and less important uh, and f- less and less uh, uh, able to, be, to continue to roll on. But anyway... Uh, there we have three uh, trains that run out of New Orleans and go to significant uh, distances. Uh, the longest one is called the Sunset Limited. I always thought that was a great name because it goes west, you might well imagine. And it runs from here in New Orleans at the Union Passenger Terminal right next to the Superdome. And it goes all the way to Los Angeles in one long shot. They stop, you know, in places here and there, but it's one continuous uh, ride. And I've taken that uh, four or five times. And then there is the Crescent, which runs from New Orleans all the way up to uh, to uh, Washington, D.C., and then uh, New York City. And that's a very nice train. I would say of the trains that operate out of New Orleans, that's the, that's the best one. I don't know why. Because they, they're all, they all operate pretty much the same way. They have the same menus from one to another. But uh, it goes up towards the northeast. If you were to follow uh, U.S. Highway 11 on a map, you would see pretty much exactly where the Crescent goes. And then the third one is uh, the city of New Orleans. It is the, uh, it is the uh, railroad that gave us that song. Uh, at that, that was a real train, and uh, it was very popular. And at one time, there, was a, there were two of them. One of them was called the Panama Limited. It was strictly 100% Pullman, which meant that you couldn't just get a coach seat. You had to get uh, the, the sleeping rooms and all of that. And I took one of those once, and uh, it was really nice. And then finally, let's see, did, was there any left? No, that was it. So there were three of them, and uh, uh, you can still get a ride on any of them. They all still have uh, uh, car, uh, cars that will uh, allow you to sleep there. And uh, not everybody likes them. As a matter of fact, a lot of people really hate them. Like my wife hates, hates Amtrak, just can't stand the idea of it. I love it. But isn't that the way it usually works? It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We'll come back with more of the Food Show after first, please, this. <coughs> Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.